I want me some glory hope. Welcome to the Football Glory Hole Podcast. We listen to some Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spreaker, SoundCloud, YouTube, or on iHeartRadio. We thank each and every Glory Hole Seeker for tuning in this week. I am your host, Bo Stevens, and I'm joined as always here in the sports patio by my good buddy Longhorn. Longhorn, what's up, buddy? Alright, alright. Woo, Bo Cephas, here we go. Last week I had a huge sports boner as we started this uh podcast and <laughs> look it it cashed well for us as we finished plus three units last week now i'm not you know i'm not one to be superstitious but why break a good streak uh so just just for the hell of it i grabbed a huge handful of little blue pills and uh took them about <laughs> about 10 minutes ago that my my blood pressure is a little high right now i'm not gonna lie but uh you know just, it, it, Things are starting to swell up over here, if you know what I'm saying. But uh, we're we're gonna make it through this just fine, and let's keep this streak going. Now, whether you are here for the funny, it's a quest for fun. I'm gonna have fun, and you're gonna have fun. We're all gonna have so much fucking fun when we need plastic surgery to remove our goddamn smiles. You'll be whistling symphony doodah out of your assholes. Or you are here for the money. Anybody tells you money's the root of all evil doesn't fucking have any. They say money can't buy happiness. Look at the fucking smile on my face. Ear to ear, baby. You have come to the right place. Two questions for you people. Do you like football? What a stupid question that is. What a stupid question. You ask a lot of stupid questions. My apologies, Mr. President. I'll do better. Do you like money? I'm a big fan of money. I like it. I use it. I have a little. I keep it in a jar on top of my refrigerator. I'd like to put more in that jar. That's where you come in. That's right, Adam Center. That's exactly where we come in. And we have weekly, monthly, and yearly packages to fit your needs. Go to our website, thefootballgloryhole.com, and hit us up for those free picks, premium picks, and betting strategies so you can bet football the right way, the winning way, the football glory hole way. Y'all know the drill by now. We will make you laugh. (laughs) We will make you cringe. Holy Santa Claus shit. But most of all, baby, we will make you a shit ton of money. Woo! 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 Ow! Love that money! Now, since we are that good and people do love us, we have an additional YouTube show in collaboration with 105.3 The Fan in Dallas called The Degenerate with world-famous R.J. Choppy. Murray and against Zana. Left side. Swings this one. Holloway for three. And I set fire to the rain. Watch this Now, with all that business out of the way, welcome, welcome to the world's number one football capping podcast, Bo Cephas, as always. Here on the sports patio, we got the TVs glowing. We got the beer heavily flowing, and right now, it is everybody's unfortunate favorite part of the show. My friend, tell the people all about your horrible fucking disgusting Kobe choice of the week 
Well, thank you very much, sir, sir. Tonight I am drinking a Winter Benchin by Petticoast Brewery. I'm sorry? Right here in Dallas, Texas. Oh, okay. It is yeah. a very good beer. Three and a half out of five stars on the beer app. I rated it. And it reminds me, boys and girls, that winter is coming from <laughs> Game of Thrones. One of my favorite uh, TV shows of all time. Dun, and dun, one dun, of the most popular dun, TV dun, shows. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Of all time. And just like in the show, winter here in America is coming. And it's bringing a new wave of COVID. And I know normally this is some ridiculous story. I'm leaving. Some shit to make you laugh. I'm but leaving. tonight, I just want to be clear about one thing. I'm not making a lot of COVID. If you've had someone die or anyone be affected by COVID, my heart goes out for you sincerely. But here's what I want to tell you people tonight. When the government is telling us how and who we can gather with in our own fucking homes for Thanksgiving, that's where I draw the goddamn line. If you feel it's unsafe to be around your family, that's your choice and that's your right as an American to stay away or whatever you want to do. But it is our duty as Americans to tell the government when they have overstepped their bounds, and when they can fuck right off, <laughs> and we lay down that when we lay down that voice and that right, that's they won't stop there. They'll seek to control every single aspect of our lives. And if you guys listen long enough, you know I'm not the political guy. I don't give a shit, Republican, Democrat, what's that all you're on. I don't believe in any of it anyway. But here's what I will tell you: if you think that anybody on any side could tell me whether I can or cannot gather with my family, I'll be goddamned, And you should be too. So fuck you to everyone that says whether or whether you cannot gather with your family. Make your own fucking decisions. You're fucking adults. Stand up to your fucking selves and do what you think is the right fucking thing to do. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean... I guess I got to write a new um, quick hit for Sunday because you just stole my uh, you just stole my <laughs> <laughs> stole my Sunday quick hit. Lucky for you, there's plenty of bullshit going around in this country for me to uh, write a new one. But yeah, uh, amen to all that. You know, I support all that. Uh, politics, does, politics aside, who gives a fuck what I'll, what side of the aisle you're on? We are all free Americans, and we better we better damn well protect those freedoms. Uh, because you're right, it won't stop it telling you who you can fucking eat with. It'll it'll just keep going from there. So, yeah, welcome to the uh, political party, buddy. Welcome aboard. Love having you. Yeah, I don't know about all that, but we're gonna get to the <laughs> podcast now. We're gonna give you some free picks. We're gonna have the good, the bad, and the hard. Fuck heading me, and we're gonna go over every, and I mean every win coming in the air tonight. But right now, it is time to get you guys paid, as we have been doing, with that college free pick of the week. And this week, that pick is going to be the Texas State Bobcats. At home, they are six-point dogs to the Arkansas State Red Wolves. Uh, Longhorn, these two teams are terrible. But you know what? When you get two terrible teams together... Somebody's got to fucking win. And although Texas State is 1-9 straight up, they are 6-4 ATS on the season, including covering their last three games in a row. Mm -hmm. Longhorn, the biggest correlation between those six ATS wins is they have won the YPP uh, battle on four of six of those. In fact, their only win, the one straight up win they have, 
They were the net YPP better team going into that game. And guess what, buddy? They are the net YPP team better team than Arkansas State going to this one. Only the second time it's happened all season. That means those Texas State Bobcats are not only going to cover. I'm saying it right now. They're going to win. Take them plus one here on the money line. Ooh. Texas State, 7-3. and three. Their last 10 ATS as a dog. And <laughs> the last seven matchups in this series home team five and two ats that is 71 percent on the cover line but you're not going to need it take the bobcats on the money line plus 180 go bobcats yeah let's get it all right boys and girls now that we got you paid we got to get paid and to do that we got to go over this week's sponsor and this week's sponsor is bet any sports.eu i said bet hey Sports.eu, it is the only place to go for online gambling, as the name suggests. They got poker. They got full casino games. If you want to take it over or under how many more actual serious topics I'll cover on the beer uh, topic, Zero. I would take the under on that one, Zero. baby. But they got reduced juice. They got same-day payouts. They welcome Bitcoin. They got the widest selections of props, parlays, and teasers on the internet. People, go to bet any sports.eu. Put in code word glory hole, you get a 35% sign up bonus. What does that mean? It means you deposit a thousand dollars, you get back thirteen fifty. You take their money with our picks, you're winning money on top of money on top of fucking money, baby. It's betanysports.eu code word glory hole. One more time, I said bet. Hey, sports.eu code word glory hole. And now it's time for the good. Oh, that's good. That's good. Well, that's just fucking. Great! That's just fucking great! The bad. Is this bad? Is this bad? Well, that's fucking not good. And the are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? God damn it, are you fucking with me? All right, boys and girls, and as always, we start with the good, and the good last week was fucking us, baby. Yeah, baby. 10 and 7, 59%, three units up, like my buddy said, let's fucking go. And Longhorn. Mm -hmm. Now, we go to the bad. The bad last week, unfortunately, has to go to my buddy, Longhorn. <laughs> he went against the computers twice. He even oh. had the audacity. Wow. To hit the sounder. Wow. He went 0-2, and, and although all the petitions I had to fire him, what you people don't understand is we're 50-50 partners, so I can't fire him. Now, That's right. That's right. I do have a clause <laughs> that I can suspend him from hitting the sounder for a week after he had such a bad week last week. I'm not going to do it this week because I think he's got a couple of good ones in store for you guys, and I always want him to make you guys money, and he usually fucking does that. But Longhorn. You are thin ice, hold, thin ice with the people, buddy. Time out. T time out. No, hold on. <laughs> Look, I know the computers are good. I know that that our system is fucking nails. But if it's so good that it knows when a running back is going to run out at the one yard line, and also when a hail mary is going to be completed, then people, what the fuck are you waiting for? We have. We have a god computer, okay? Because if it's that <laughs> if it's that good, then fucking we're we're underpriced. Let's let's put it that way. We are underpriced. Well, there's no doubt we're under fucking price, but we'll <laughs> on move purpose. on. On purpose. Exactly. And we're gonna move on to the are you fucking? 
And this week, that award goes to the Denver Broncos, plus five and a half. We lost that one. Mm. Uh, they were hanging in there, Longhorn, going in to tie the game mm. at the half. And on the tying touchdown, which they did score, uh, there was a holding call on one Noah Fant. And uh, obviously, clearly, Jake Butt should be in the game. I don't know why Noah Fant's in there, but nobody knows that. that is. There's a, no. It was a borderline call, but you know, we don't fucking bitch and moan about calls on this fucking podcast. It is what it is. But what it was was a dumbass play by fan. Not only is a running back already six yards outside of you, which first of all, the NFL, as soon as he hits one yard outside of you, he's already gone. The guy can't get in there. Mm-hmm. So there's no reason to fucking hold anymore. But on top of that, he was three yards deep in the end zone holding this fucking guy. Oh. Like, what the fuck? Fuck, are you even fucking... There's no way this guy can catch him. It was a goddamn touchdown. And of course, of course, on the next fucking play, mm-hmm. that fucking pumpkin pie haircutter fucking freak throws a goddamn interception. And that was just one of those moments, Longhorn. You and I have been doing this long enough in the NFL to know it's not, it's not like college. In the NFL, there's certain plays and games yeah. where if you got the underdog, you know they're underdog, things got to go right. When they go that wrong, you know there's no fucking recovery, and there was no recovery. Those stupid-ass fucking Broncos. Fuck us. I didn't actually see this play, but uh, I'm going to assume that after the holding, the blatant hold, did, did did the player look around and say, What? What, me? Did I did I do that? <laughs> that's, what, that's what they usually do, so it's I'm, I'm, glad I'm, I'm glad I missed it. I can't stand watching Denver anymore anyways. Fuck them. All right, boys and girls, it's time you've all been waiting for. It's time to go over all those wins coming in the air tonight, baby! We're going to start this week up in Cleveland with your Browns. Minus three points versus those goddamn Philadelphia Eagles. All right, so Philly-Cleveland, this game is just one of the grossest, grossest game on the slate to me. It's actually not the Hello T- uh, Corner TV game because we've got a worse one, but um, I really do have zero interest in this game, but I will stick to the usual game plan of handicapping against Baker Mayfield. Um Philly can pressure the passer, and they have 31 sacks this season and are also um, 10 in defensive rush efficiency. So, actually, it's a pretty good matchup for their defense against what Cleveland likes to do. Um, they they have that recipe, you know, kind of that recipe you need to defeat Cleveland and um, Baker Mayfield. Uh, this game has written all over it to me. Weather will be a factor again in Cleveland like it has been the last three you know that this is their third home game in a row with the bye mix in there. They haven't left Cleveland in a month, so that's kind of a, a weird little scheduling quirk there. Um, but with that said, you know, I'm curious what you, what you have with the power ratings and how that works over there because, honestly, I don't see a – I know the records are much different and how the divisions are much bit different, but I don't have a big, huge difference between Philly and Cleveland. So, to me, any points here are, are golden and uh, – and I honestly was almost tempted to hit the the sounder on this one, but I will certainly lean to Philly catching those points. What do you got over there? 
Yeah, the power rankings lean with you, and if you want the if you want the points, Bet GM has them plus three and a half. So Man, definitely take the hook. That's on good that. stuff there. Uh, but what I will say is the NFL is always fucking the Browns because who in their right minds wants to stay in the fucking city of Cleveland four <laughs> goddamn weeks in a row? Well, they have clearly fucked them by making them stay in that shit ass city, totally scheduling just you know faux pas by them because good lord. How bored are those fucking guys at this point? Mistake by the lake. All right, we're going to move on to the Orleans Saints and the Drew Breesless, but famous Jameis up. Mm. New Orleans Saints are taking on those Atlanta Falcons, and they're minus four. Minus four. Yeah, this is a tough game. Tough. It's a it's a interesting, fun game. Can't wait to watch it, but kind of a tough game for me to handicap. Um, like you said, famous is making uh, a start. And, uh, you know, maybe one of the best prop bets of the year would be the yes on Will Will Winston throw a pick six because um, I'm going to go with the yes <laughs> on that one. I'm going to go with the yes. Um, I love the consistent effort and production that Atlanta has showed since making the switch at head coach. Um, you know, forget the numbers for a second because they obviously rule the roost at this point um, anyways. But, but put that – on the side for a second and all you can really ask from teams as a handicapper is is consistency or predictable inconsistency and i and i truly feel like atlanta has fallen right into that category for me and with new orleans having a brand new quarterback starting for this brand new team that he just signed with this year there's anything but consistency with him so i will lean to atlanta catching the points here um, they're playing hard, and, and you know, <laughs> and if I'm going to predict that Jameis throws a pick six, that's just a bonus, and usually teams that, that get a pick six in their favor win and cover. So I'm going to lean Atlanta. It's a tough game because you just don't know what to expect out of Jameis. What do you got? Yeah, I mean, I'd have to lean with you, and the only reason is because if you look at the look-ahead line, it was seven and a half, right? Right. And now it's four. So the market says Jameis to – uh, Breeze Jameis is three and a half. By everything that you know, we do and anybody that I respect, that's about right. So in other words, pretty much zero delta, no value there. However, by our power rankings, uh, New Orleans should have been a five and a half point favorite going in. So if three and a half is right, so now you're looking at two points. Yeah, but yeah they're still laying four. That's not so enough. if you're gonna play the value game. It, you have to lean to Atlanta. There's no other way to lean. I don't think this might be a play of ours just simply because we don't like to bet unknowns, you know, 10, 11 weeks in the season. There's too many other great games on the slate. But if you're playing the value game, I think the only way to play this is Atlanta at this point. All right. All right, moving on. The Carolina Panthers are hosting your Detroit Lions, and they are two-point home dogs. Okay, two-point home home dogs we t- we we talked about this right before the podcast i barely have anything written up because you know there wasn't a line for most of the week and i just saw that uh teddy is he good to play teddy two gloves he, he's gonna go they think he's gonna go and then all the detroit players they're they're finally done with their woo flu china virus battle yeah but their coach is real fat so i'm i'm worried about him yeah you, I'm should, about him. you should always be worried about him and any guy that you know Puts a pencil in his ear, but has a laminate, uh, you know, play sheet. You got to wonder about what. <laughs> you got to wonder what's going on there. Um, 
Look, I don't have a whole lot in here, like I said, and not enough time to, to handicap with, with all the uncertainty. Uh, so let's just, I'll tell you what, let's, see, let's make this our who cares game of the week and move on. Force lean to, force lean to Detroit in a shootout. What do you got? Yeah, I like the shootout part, so I am going to give out the over here, the over there we 47 go. and a half. That should be a great play for you there. The numbers support it 100%, and uh, if you're looking to play this game at all, I'd go with the total. Right. A little over action. Love it. Moving on, those Houston Texans are hosting those New England Patriots, and they are two-point home dogs. Ooh, I was I was getting so excited. My my, my sports boner was growing waiting to get to this game. You know you know why, Bocevis? <laughs> because hit that sounder. We are taking Houston to win this game straight up. Catching two points? Are you kidding me? New England favored on the road. What the fuck is going on here? They win a couple of stupid games. Uh, it looking like shit, and in a monsoon, and people are starting to call them favorite on the road. No freaking way, no way. Uh, love this game. Love what what Houston did last week versus a team uh, who wants to establish the run and can establish the run in Cleveland. Um, and if you take out that busted run, the Nick Chubb wrote at the end of the game where he stepped out at the one yard line. If you take that out. Houston held Cleveland to a 4.2 yards per per rush on 41 carries, and that's respectable for a, for a defense that has been getting gashed all year. So if they if if they have found something there, we know that New England likes to establish the run, and actually it's the only way that they can score is by establishing a running game. Um, so uh, I I think Houston should not be underdogs; they should be favored in this game. Um, one last thing, and I'll throw it to you: Houston's Houston has seven losses, Bosevis. Here's the list of teams they've lost to. Kansas City, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Green Bay, Tennessee, and Minnesota. That All of those teams, all seven, will almost definitely make the playoffs. So Houston is bad, but they are not as bad as the perception, so you're getting major value here. Houston covers. Houston wins. What do you got? See, boys and girls, this is why I couldn't suspend the man from hitting Sounders. Because as soon as he, I think he couldn't be any dumber. He was out and totally redeemed. That's himself. right. That's right. Yeah, Houston should be, by our power rankings, a one-point home favorite. And they are catching two points at home. I gave it out earlier in a degenerate mm. at plus two and a half. And I told everybody there, if you like it, you better fucking grab it now. Because it's going to move closer. And guess what? It's already down to one and a half to Westgate which is the leading Superbook in Vegas. It's going to keep growing closer and closer to that one, maybe even down to pick them by kickoff. Houston is the play. Go Texans. Yep. All right. Now we're going to move on to those Jag- my Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> and they are at home hosting those Pittsburgh Steelers, and they are now a 10.5-point home dog. Mm-mm-mm. So... We've said it on the last two podcasts, Bo Cephas. It's a reoccurring theme to lean to Jacksonville. We've been saying it the whole year, matter of fact. But as our clients know, we took them last week and we cashed easily against Green Bay. Same story, different week, and I can only lean to Jacksonville catching the 10.5 points here. Obviously, it's dangerous, you know, and Pittsburgh could blow them out. I mean, just like just Green Bay could have blown them out last week. So it's always there's always danger when you got a double digit spread like this. You know, it really comes down to does that team that's favored truly want to blow them out? And often they don't because they like we talked about last week, they know that they can, but they just want to 
get the win, and move on, which is exactly what Green Bay did last week. And with Baltimore on deck for Pittsburgh next week, Pittsburgh has a history of playing down to comp- their competition. They have a history of struggling with Jacksonville for some reason. Can't explain it. I look for Pittsburgh to do just as Green Bay did last week and do just enough to get the win, but not enough to cover lean Jacksonville. Yeah, I think you nailed it right there is the fact that they've got Baltimore coming up. And just like we told you, I think we've told you several times, taking some of these bigger dogs at home. First of all, anytime you're a big dog at home, that Vegas is telling you that team is so much far superior than the other team. It's not a game. And Pittsburgh is not going to put anything. And, again, they don't look past. That's not what they do. But they do play things close to the best. They're not going to put anything on tape that they don't have to to beat the shitty Jaguars, my shitty Jaguars. So, yeah, I love Jacksonville to keep this close just like we loved it in Green Bay last week. Go Jacks. Moving on, those Indianapolis Colts. They're hosting the aforementioned Green Bay Packers, and they are one-and-a-half-point home favorites. Yeah, this is going to be a really fun game to watch. Um, I, You know, this is a funny game for me to handicap because the more I dug in to, to this game, the more numbers I dug into, the, the, <laughs> the further away I came to which way I was leaning. Like, So, you know, basically every which way I, I, I dug into, I came up with nothing, you know. Like there's going to be advantages for for one units against others and and disadvantages uh, on the other side, and it all kind of evened out for me, which you know kind of explains why the why the spread is what it is. But long story short, this this points me to a very close game with no decisive advantage to either team um, that that I found, anyways. Um, but I will say this: I love I love the teaser leg here for Green Bay, uh, pulling them up. Through the three and a seven and getting them to eight, eight and a half. Did you say is that two and a half right now or, or two? One and a half oh. census. You can still get it at two. You can actually get it at two and a half at DraftKings. That's the highest I see. Okay, so if you're gonna do it, if you're gonna do the teaser, uh, you know, obviously get obviously get that six point teaser uh, at the highest number you can to get through that three and that seven. Uh, quick little plug here. Let me let me plug my little uh, Sunday YouTube quick hits. I do those free teasers on the Quick Hits on YouTube. You can find our, our show, uh, The Football Glory Hole. And uh, it's just another way that you can get those free picks that we give out on all of our uh, social medias. I know you do the show with RJ Choppy, The Degenerate, that you can find on the 105.3 website. And, of course, here on the glorious Football Glory Hole podcast where we give out all these wins. Yeah, we're just whoring ourselves out left and fucking ah. right. And boys and girls, let me tell you right now, uh, my buddy Longhorn has started to hit a gold mine on some prop bets lately. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure, buddy, you're going to give that shit out on your little uh, Sunday morning program that you do. And I'm telling you what, you be- you better pay attention because this dude has been on fucking fire with those. Yeah, it's it's a new little avenue that we're, we're, we're trying to take advantage of and... Um... Uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be something that, you know, even if it just eats into like, you know, most juice for, for, for bookies is 10%. So if on these little extra things we do, like player props can eat into that juice that you pay, then, I mean, that's just winning on top of winning, like you like to say. Winning on top <laughs> of fucking winning, baby. All right, we're going to move on. 
to Washington, where the football people are hosting those Cincinnati Bengals, and they are one and a half point home, a very rare home favorite for the Washington football people. Well, I mean, as if people didn't already know, hello, <laughs> Corner TV game. Uh, nobody's going to watch this game. Like you said in the past, nobody even in Washington is watching these games. Um, it's just a complete coin flip game for me, although it does have some major, and I mean major, draft implications. So that is a story in mm-hmm. itself right there as everybody's trying to, you know, it, that that does, that's a tricky little thing because at this point of the year, we're starting to get into the, the back half of the season. You know, you got to gotta wonder about these teams are they are they trying to win or are they trying to win the draft lottery so um it's just something to, to set aside and think about but in this game i do actually favor the skins of red and their number one defensive pass efficiency to slow down and pressure burrow enough to make mistakes and allow um a washington offense that has averaged 23 and a half points the last two weeks under under alex smith so i do like i do like that the narrative for both teams is inverted, and people are people are super high on Cincinnati, even though they've only won, I think it's two games, uh, because of the Burrow factor. I mean, you know, people are high on Burrow, which makes them high on Cincy, which but they shouldn't because they're not very good. And uh, and on the other side, people are down on Washington because they're you know a horrible team and a horrible division. So there's that factor. Um, but I, but that gives us value here. That gives us value to Washington to me. Disgusting game. Don't want to watch it, but I do lean Washington. So, our power rankings are definitely with you. Okay, Uh, good. They've got Washington winning the game. Ooh, nice. Which I can easily see that, and for all the factors you just said. However, if you look at the draft game, this is huge for Washington. And I'm not saying they would tank for it, but here's the deal. If you think about tanking for draft picks, what are teams tanking for? Like, since he's going to be in the top five of the draft, whether they win this game or not, it doesn't matter. They oh. won't win another game. If they do win this one, they'll be the last one they win all God year. God damn it. It doesn't matter. I know where you're going with this, and you're just you're about to blow up my fucking handicap. All right, good, good one. Yeah. Go ahead. But since he doesn't need a quarterback, because mm-hmm. they got their dude. Damn it. Washington very much needs a quarterback because the guy they have playing has one leg, and now it's very admirable Sir. for him to even show up and do what he's doing. And it's actually fucking amazing. And I have to confess, I lost a unit to Longhorn early in the year because I bet him a unit that Alex Smith would never see a significant <laughs> play in the NFL ever again. I was dead wrong about that, and the guy, like you said, has come out and fucking balled, yeah, man. I mean, he, well. he covered that spread for us last week against Detroit, as our clients already know. Mm-hmm. Uh, they almost won the game. And they could easily win this one. I could see them easily winning it. Uh. But if Ron Rivera is smart, maybe, not saying he tanks, but maybe yeah. he holds back just enough to lose this game because they very much need, whether Al Smith can play another year, two years, doesn't matter. They need a fucking quarterback, and this is the year. If you're going to tank, this is the year. You've got two blue chips. 100% blue chip quarterbacks at the top and Washington right now is projected to get the number three pick 
They need to move up one fucking slot, and this is the game that can get them there. The only thing I will say, because that, that was a great take, like that might that might completely blow up everything I said. But I will say this: there are this is a an extremely deep quarterback class. Um, and you know how you know how NFL teams are. They're not sold on one guy. Like I know you love. I know you think it's basically a one one man quarterback class, and the rest two. Are, okay, and that's fine. But like. There's, I mean, there's the kid from BYU. There's the kid from uh, South Dakota State or wherever. There, there's, there's several here. So maybe, you know, hopefully for me and my handicap, they're not thinking that way. <laughs> <laughs> so we will see. But that was a good take. I like it. <clears throat> All right, we're gonna move on. Those Baltimore Ravens are hosting the Tennessee Titans. They're five and a half point home favorites. Okay, and you go back. Two games earlier, and take exactly what I said about the Pittsburgh and Jacksonville handicap. Copy and paste it into this one. It's identical. Okay, they are the same. Uh, uh, Baltimore has a history of struggling with Tennessee. Baltimore's looking ahead to Pittsburgh. They're laying almost a touchdown. Baltimore wins, doesn't cover, lean Tennessee. I mean, it's, it's basically copy and paste. It's, it's the same scenario. Yeah, I like it. Um, I would not be shocked, though. Would not be shocked if Tennessee pulled the repeat of the divisional playoff game last year and actually beat these Ravens. Our power rankings say they will cover, so I do I, love. And just just real quick, the only reason I didn't hit that sounder like we did, and for new listeners, maybe there's always new listeners, so we gotta we gotta reset. Uh, last year in the playoffs, what, what was that spread? Do you remember what the spread was for Tennessee versus Baltimore? Was it ten? Uh, it was uh, it was between eight and ten. Yeah, somewhere something like that. Anyways, it was our greatest call of the year. We hit the sounder. We we picked Tennessee to win straight up against Baltimore. Of course, they did. In this game, the only reason I'm not doing that number one is because Baltimore, you know, just came off a, a bad loss and, and and struggled. Number two, Tennessee is down both offensive tackles from the start of the year, and they are they are truly struggling to find their way in the running game since those injuries have happened. So, although I do love them getting the, the six and a half points, I can't hit the sounder because of that. Yeah, I would agree with you there. But, boys and girls, we were the – and you can go to – it was on our podcast. It was on the Degenerates. It was there for the world to see. We were the only handicappers in America yep. to fucking call that straight out, and we fucking nailed it. Not only did – we didn't, like, just kind of whisper it. We fucking whipped our – our uh, sports boners out, put them both on the table and said, <laughs> and said, this is going to happen. Put it in the bank. Like we were so, I don't know what it is. Like we were so locked into the last year's playoffs. It was, it was one of our greatest playoff runs. Like, I mean, we were barely losing throughout the entire playoff season. It was fucking amazing. Can't wait to do it again. That's right. We pulled all combined six inches out and put it on the fucking table, baby. Sir. Let's go. <laughs> Stay out of my shower. <laughs> We're going to Minnesota with those Vikings and the Fighting Cousins are seven-point home favorites versus those Dallas Cowboys. Oh Jesus! Like this is this is one of those games when when it comes up on the list as a handicap, you're like, man, do I have to? Do I really? Do I really have to actually put in this work and? Unfortunately, we do because, you know, that's our job and everything is what we have to do. So these are two <laughs> two teams headed in two 
absolute different directions. Um, although someone should probably call down to uh, call down to Jerry World and tell Jerry and company that they are actually a really bad football team and they're they're, they're not good at, at football. Um, they should be planning for the draft instead of fighting for a six and ten playoff berth, which is apparently the plan around there. They they. Hey, Steven, Steven, we got a, we got ourselves a fighting <laughs> chance, okay? We got us, this has blowout written all over it to me, um, and that's a tough thing to say in the NFL because anything can happen in any given Sunday and all that. But uh, yeah, the, the 29th-ranked defensive rush efficiency team going against Dalvin Cook and a team that's got it cooking lately um, and, and a team that's that ha- they're in must-win mode. They're basically they're four and five, so they have to win. You know, not necessarily win out, but they got to win most of their games. This is not a game they're going to let their guard down, even though they're seven point favorites here. I, I, everything points to a steamroll here, a ten to fourteen point decisive win. Um, Lee, Minnesota, what do you got? Well, don't you fucking do it! Don't you fucking even! <laughs> I swear to God, I'll I'll get up and leave right now. By the power rankings, this is a zero delta. However, there's a lot of DAC numbers baked into there, right? But here's here's what causes me pause in this time. Two things. Just on the number, not on, not on who's going to win. I agree with you, Minnesota wins. They need to win. But this opened at 9.5. It's down to 7. And that's because Dalton was announced. So you're telling me Dalton's only 2.5 points better than Garrett Gilbert? who started one game last week, or two weeks ago, before their bye, and against a, an established starter like Andy Dalton, who's, you know, won divisions, went to the playoffs, all that kind of shit, two and a half points seems a little chinchy to me. Whoa. Sir. We have, I said chinchy. We have Asians that listen. So. <laughs> That's not, that is not an Asian slur. <laughs> um, and then on the other side of it, Longhorn, did you check the uh, check the kickoff time in this game? Uh, I believe we put that that uh, theory to rest last week, sir. No, just because he's now <laughs> one and nine on Monday Night Football does not put it to rest. It means he covers ten percent of the time, which is better than zero percent he was going in. Got the but monkey off the back, baby. <laughs> Kirk Cousins, anytime it's not a noon start, covers thirty eight percent of the time. Man, I got to lean cows here. Yeah. That seven points is tasty. If it got back to seven and a half, I'd be all over it. But probably a pass for me. Probably. But, man, I'd have to lean Dallas. Yeah. I'd have to lean Dallas. Yeah, good luck. All right, moving on. Our Las Vegas Raiders <clears throat> are home for those world champion Kansas City Chiefs, and they are an eight-point home <laughs> dog. Yeah, um, so as you know, I go back and listen to our uh, I listen to our podcast on the following Monday after all the games have played. Um, not because I truly love the sound of my voice; it's because I like he to, does. Yeah, yeah, maybe I do, but I like I like <laughs> to I like to listen to our podcast after the games have been played, so that I can you know see where you know we were right and we're wrong, where we can improve. Long story short, I was listening, and last week when I said um, when I said that Longhorn, this is our Longhorn disagrees with the computer games. It just it made me. It just immediately what popped in my mind is we, you and I are huge, huge 
It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia fans, and it's it's probably the biggest influence on our personalities of, of any TV show that there is, <laughs> ought to be to be honest. But it did when I said that, you know, at the beginning of all the Sunny in Philadelphia uh, shows, it always has this like the tagline or the intro, and it says like, you know. Uh, Mac gets fat or, um, you know, D D gets pregnant or, you know, just some, some quick. Charlie, Charlie goes America over everyone's asses. Yeah. Something like that. And it just, it just, <laughs> what, when I say Longhorn hates computers, that just made me think about, uh, think about Sonny and, um, and, uh, that show that we grew up loving. But with that said, Longhorn hates computers because, um, I'm going to disagree. <laughs> I am going to disagree with the computers here. I know that they favor Vegas um, on this one, and but I just I can't roll with that. We've got the revenge factor. Vegas beat them earlier in the year in Kansas City. Of course, the narrative around the country is the victory lap that they took in the bus. Um, you know, that is what it is. I mean, they already had the the fact that they beat them was wasn't enough revenge for Kansas City and Mahomes as it is. But you got the Andy Reid factor coming off a of bye, twenty one and ten. Excuse me, ATS. <laughs> Cut that out. Will you? Will you? Will see this? Cut that out for sure. me. Uh, you got the COVID situation for for Vegas. I mean, they've got some players that are in protocol. Of course, they probably will play. You know, like uh, this. This is the COVID situation is kind of getting overrated as the season's gone on. But it is. It still has to be a factor at at least a little bit. So, like I said last week, don't recommend it. Because you can't, obviously, you can't, obviously the computers can predict Hail Marys and, and players running out the one yard. <laughs> so I definitely don't recommend going against the computers, but Longhorn hates computers. Yeah, uh, the computers are all over Vegas on this one. And, you know, to be fair to my buddy, he did lose both those games. But here's the thing. The computers, what they do, just pull back the window or pull back the curtain. They give you yeah. the biggest side of the variance right and the bigger the side of the variance that's where our picks fall into so you're always going to be on the bigger side of the variance of what could happen in a football game now that again doesn't mean shit except the fact that it wins more than it loses obviously because we win more than we lose and if you just stick with us and stick with the computers that's what happens but any one game in any one game sample it could lose as easily as it could fucking win right it's just an accumulation of all the games it wins at about a 60% point clip. So in any one game, Longhorn could be right going against the computers. Uh, I'm not going to do it. I'm not <laughs> not going to do it. Not gonna, wouldn't be praying. It wouldn't Bar be wouldn't prudent. Like it. Definitely wouldn't be. Bar wouldn't like it. That George, put that down. George, put it down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I of, like our Raiders. Huh? Lots of bush. Lots of bush. And uh, you know what? There's lots of bush to be had in Vegas, as we've had quite a bit of it. And I'll take some more of it, and with eight points to spare, baby. Gross. We're going to move on. Those goddamn Denver Broncos, you fucks. <clears throat> They're hosting the rising tide of the Miami Dolphins. Mm. And they're three-and-a-half-point home dogs. Yeah, well, Bull Stevens, we put ourselves on double-secret probation on two teams. So far this season, and if you've been following the podcast all year, you already know it is Philly and it is Jacksonville. We have obviously lifted those probations and are allowed to pick them again, but there's a new addition to the list, people, and Denver, come on down. We are not, we are not 
taking them for at least a week or two or three. I refuse to watch a Drew Lock game with your money and my money on it. With that said, Denver is probably the side, or at least it was until the until the drop down to three, three and a half. That's starting to that's starting to make things a little bit more tricky. Uh, thank God we're banned from taking them, and we don't even have to worry about it. What do you got? Yeah, I'm with you on that. And even though we have lifted the ban on Philly, we still actually were more betting against them and on them as we had the Giants last week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we've been back on the Jaguars, and my Jaguars have been doing us right again. Uh, but yeah, I'm glad we're not in this game. I'm glad the computers did not take a side in this game. But I do love, we both love Flores. We both love what Miami's doing. And, uh, man, I hope that, I really hope they keep it all. I hope they go in there and win. I'm not going to have my money on it, but just for a... a for once, from a fan perspective, I really am rooting for uh, Miami here. Yeah, but just watch. Watch, this will be the game that, for some reason, Drew Locke against one of the best pass defense teams in in, in the league. Just watch. He'll, he'll, he'll go up there and do some stupid shit. Throw, like, three yeah, touchdowns. Yeah, or two will remember he's a rookie, and he'll throw oh, yeah. interceptions. Oh, yeah. All right, moving on. Those L.A. Chargers are hosting those New York J. E T S Jets Jets Jets, and they're nine and a half point now home favorites. Mm. Well, Bo Stevens, remember when I said that I love teams who are consistent? Well, the Los Angeles Chargers are one of the most consistent teams in the league. They they lose or win by one score or less all year long. They've only had one game. That wasn't a one-score game, and it was when they beat Jacksonville by 10. Um, so the, the Jets have shown, in the last couple of weeks, the Jets have shown a little bit of fight. You know, they're, they're not – they're obviously still a horrible team. They're still a bad team, but they haven't looked like the worst team in NFL history. So they got that going for them. Um, now, by no means do they have interest in winning this game, but that's okay because – L.A. really has no interest in blowing them out. They really just can't do it anyways. I know the computers are all over New York here. So am I. The back door will be open all day long. I actually, you know, I said it last week. I love I love Jacksonville against Green Bay. And God dang it, here we go. I love the Jets against the Chargers. Yeah, that's the thing, man. Uh, the Chargers have not been able to put away or keep leads versus anybody, like you said. And the Jets, they are in the 100% driver's seat for that number one pick. That's not going to change this week. They're not going to win this game. But they could easily keep this game close, interesting, lose, and hit all their goals all in one. And I love them plus the nine and a half. There we go. All right. The Monday Night Football game, last game on the slate. It's the top Brady Buccaneers. Host those L.A. Rams. And Tampa Brady is minus four at home. Yeah, I um, I don't think that I – is this a computer um, – why don't you go first? Let's switch it up here. It is. You go first. Yeah, so the computers love the Rams. If there was one pick this week that I don't like the computers made. Thank God. It's probably this one. Okay, good. Uh, good. I don't like this pick. 
very much at all. I would never bet against our system because, again, Agreed. it wins more than it loses, and I could win easily mm-hmm. if I went on one game sample. But I don't like betting on losing propositions, but I don't like the Rams here simply because if you look at Jared Goff, he's not very good. Like, he's just not. If you look at his numbers versus the best pass defenses he's faced, they're awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tampa, Tampa Bay, or sorry, Tampa Bay, keep getting the Brady. nickname mixed up. Yeah, the Tampa Brady's. They are the number one, or... Number two, sorry. Now, no, I guess still number one DVOA defense in the NFL. And they're going to give them fits. And I don't like them going on the road here. And I don't like the fact that Tampa just, uh, they got to win this game. They know New Orleans, you know, is down Drew Brees. Their motivation factor is high. Now, the four points does give me reason to hope for our computer pick, for sure. Because Tampa could win and we could still cover. I'm hoping best case scenario that is what happens, but I have no faith in the Rams to go on the road and win this game whatsoever. I'm glad you said that because now I have full confidence to once again say Longhorn hates computers. And let me just <laughs> let me just sprinkle a little uh, a little um, numbers on top of everything you just said. Goff is the 35th 35th quarterback in passer rating under pressure in both seasons. How many teams are there again? 32. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's quick math. I, I like the way you think. Tampa Bay is blitzing on 43% of its drop back, uh, opposing quarterback dropbacks, and they are in the top five in sacks, pressure rate, and quarterback hits. The, the Rams just lost their left tackle uh, for a significant amount of time. Man, <laughs> I know, once again, like you said, we don't go against our computers. We don't go against our system because it is a fucking gold mine, but Longhorn hates computers. All right, boys and girls, that was all those wins that were coming in the air tonight, baby! All right, boys and girls, it's time for that NFL free. I said free pick of the week, baby. That's right, and this week the NFL free pick of the week is going to be Jacksonville plus ten and a half. We are going to ride that Jacksonville train one more week, and the money line parlay of the week. Just give me a second here because last week, uh, last week the forty-six to one five-team money line parlay, Bosefus missed by one fucking. Game, it would have that would have been my second five team money line parlay to hit this this year, which would have set us up for a um, a cash out season big time. Um, you know, it's kind of my fault that we, once again, kind of my fault that we didn't hit. You know, we San Francisco plus or San Francisco straight up was the loss. It was always a long shot. We we caught zero breaks in that game, two punt fumbles, um, and a just horrific stupid roughing the passing call against breeze that was not actually roughing the passer whatever we don't complain moving on this week the five team money line parlay is going to be philly against cleveland houston we hit the sounder green bay against indianapolis and i actually changed it to cincinnati instead of washington uh based on your nice little uh comeback to me on my handicap so cincinnati 
And then wrapping it up with Minnesota at home against the Dallas Cowboys. That five team money line parlay pays you 23 to 1. And let's get it. That is fucking fantastic. It's going to fucking hit, baby. I can. Feel it. Like it. Longhorn, tell me about that fabulous WhatsApp one more time. All right, you glory hole seekers. That's going to wrap up another award-winning episode of the Football Glory Hole Podcast. We thank each and every one of you for tuning in. And by the way, we see the podcast numbers. We see the way it's growing. So we thank you for spreading the word out there. We fucking love that we get to put money in your pocket just like we do ours. So y'all come back to the sports patio next week. And don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating so we can pay those bills. Hit us up on any of our social medias, and don't forget to subscribe to both our YouTube channels, The Football Glory Hole and The Degenerate with RJ Choppy. We give out free picks on our website, on our podcast, and also on our YouTube quick hits so people stop being sports stupid and use them all. But more importantly, sign up for those premium picks at our website so that we may become partners for life and bocephus as always, in a mostly non-sexual way people stop throwing away your hard-earned money on a guessing game let the pros do the heavy lifting so sign up tell a friend and join in on the fun of watching football drinking beer and never pay a bookie again come on god damn it people never pay a bookie again steven tell it take us out brother